1: It's nightfall. Welcome, dear friends. Frederick Hend, your fellow detective in tonight's disturbing unraveling of a mystery. You know... Whether you're looking for a job or whether you're simply trying to perform the one you have, doing all the right things might just open one too many doors for you. In tonight's show, Private Collection by Edmonton writer Warren Graves, we're taken down a path which, unfortunately, only goes one way. Listen.
2: For, as for Miss Wallace She wants you to take it out to the International It's air dispatch to Montreal, all, okay? Sorry about that, rush job Now then, what can I do for you, officer? Well, I'm uh, Constable Wood I- I'm checking out a list of missing persons I was just wondering if you'd heard anything from uh, Ellen Yates Oh, she's still missing? Well, I've still got her on the list well, I can't understand that, it doesn't make any sense at all and Why do you say that? Ellen wasn't the sort of girl to go missing I mean, one of my best drivers, absolutely reliable Well, you reported her missing just over a month ago Oh, so that, that long ago? Mm-hmm. February 7th Yeah, that's right And you still haven't found her? Uh, I wonder if you wouldn't mind just running through it again for me Oh, I've done all this before, you know Well, yeah, I know, I'm sorry about that But I've just been assigned to missing persons And you never know, you might remember something else mm, I doubt it Well, uh, why did you report missing? What do you mean? Well, usually the person reporting is a relative or a close friend, and it's not usually the boss. Oh, that. Well, I guess it was because it all seemed so damn weird. First off, I got balled out by the company she was supposed to be making a pickup from. Then I went to look for her, and her van wasn't even in the yard. Yeah, but it turned up later. Well, yeah, when they were carrying me on-street parkers for rush hour. Got towed away to the pound, and they were the people who found me. Well, just to, to come and get it? Right. Okay, and that's when you decided to report her to the police as a missing person? Well, sure. Something must have happened to her. I mean, she leaves here to make a perfectly normal pickup. She doesn't make it, and her van is impounded. Doesn't make sense, does it? Mm, that's true. So, uh, what happens next? Hmm, I'll report this back to my sergeant. Well, I just keep lurking, I guess. Well, there's something damn weird about it, if you ask me. I mean, how can somebody disappear in the middle of downtown in broad daylight? Mm. Well, that's what I'm trying to find out. Morning, Constable Wood. Oh, morning, Sergeant. How do you like sitting behind a desk? Oh, makes a change. Yes, well, I expect you'll be doing a lot of that. Better get yourself a cushion. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Any luck on that Ellen Yates case? Well had another chat with the dispatch manager, but he hasn't heard anything. So I'm going to Linda Renfield's office this afternoon. Who's Linda Renfield? Well, she's the lawyer that disappeared the day after Ellen Yates. Uh Uh-huh. Just looking for the girls, are you? We get men reported missing as well, you know. Well, see, I think there must be some connection between these two. A connection between a courier and a lawyer? What makes you think that? Well, they're both very attractive girls, and they both disappeared from the middle of the city during office hours. (laughs) That's a bit thin, isn't it? I think it's unusual. All right. Check it out. Uh, let me know if you come up with anything. There, come on. Come on, Donna, quick.
3: You ready? Wait for us. I'm not
4: sticking my foot in there. These things could chop you in half if you gave them a chance. Oh, God, it's five past one already. This is the second time I've been late this week. Come on, come on, come on. Be patient. Patient? I swear to God, I waited 15 minutes for one of these elevators this morning. Come on, Jean, it just felt like 15 minutes. You'd think they'd have them all working, wouldn't you? I mean, with 32 floors and umpteen basements, the elevator system is rather important. They are all working. No, they're not. That one at the end. I've never seen it working yet. Which one? That one at the end. Hasn't even got numbers on it. Well, maybe it's for freight. Nah, that's all around the back by the delivery bays. Come on, come on, come on. What you're getting so excited about? You could go up the stairs and get some exercise. It's only four floors. Nah, looks like I'm going to have to. See you tomorrow then. And don't forget, five after twelve. Okay. And don't be late. We've got to get down to the box office to pick up those tickets. Don't forget. I'll be here. And you bring your money this time. Okay. Jeannie, here's one. This is the one she says never works.
2: I can't be more help to you, Constable Wood. Oh, that's all right, sir. I just thought I'd check. All we know is that Miss Renfield had an appointment at 2.30 with one of our clients. We know she left the office to go to it. She took their files along with her. But she never got there. And she didn't come back here. And nobody appears to have seen her since. I just can't imagine what happened. Were the files anything particular? Oh, no. Perfectly routine. I don't think she's uh, run away to blackmail anybody. But it does confirm once more the importance of office routine, doesn't it? Uh, in, In what way, Mr. Larkin? Never let your files out of the office. You can never tell what's going to happen these days, can you? Anything is possible. Ah, uh, Sergeant, come in, Wood. I've uh, I've got some figures I'd like you to have a look at if you got a minute. All right. Now, these, uh, these are the figures for last year. The number of missing persons reported in this quarter. It's a seasonal business, you know. People don't go missing in the winter. They wait for the warmer weather. Yeah, yeah I know, <laughs> but, but, but look at the figures for this quarter. Now, now, that doesn't look like much of an increase, but if you work it out as a percentage, the number of people reported missing this quarter has gone up by 34%. Now, that's a third more people in one quarter. The population has gone up as well, don't forget. Oh, yeah, but not by a third. Now, now look at this, look at this. These are all the people that have turned up again. Cases closed, and that hasn't gone up by a third. What's your point? My point is that we seem to have a lot more people going missing, and they stay missing. They just don't turn up again. If you work it out on a percentage basis, it's a regular epidemic. <laughs> now look, Wood, I know you're new in the department, and you want to make a good impression, but don't get carried away, all right? All I asked you to do is to check through the missing persons list and give me an update. Now you know as well as I do, Once you start playing with statistics, you can prove almost anything. Yeah, but, Sergeant, Sergeant look, look, look. I've got a brand-new case you can work on. Just came in this morning. The Ontario Provincial Police are looking for a young student reported missing, and they think she's heading this way. We've had a report from the bus station. Somebody thinks they saw her. How would you like to check that out? Between 19 and 25, unmarried, good-looking girl. You know something about this already? Well, no, but it fits the pattern. What pattern? The people that stay missing. Now, if you work it out as a percentage, 80% of the people who stay missing are attractive, unmarried women between the ages of 19 and 25. They're not young girls running away from home. They're not married women running away from a husband and three kids. They're the cream of the crop. Don't tell me, Constable Wood, that after only three short weeks in the department, you are actually on the track of our first mass murder. I don't think it's murder. You don't? No. And why is that? Don't the percentages work out on your pocket calculator? Well, no, it's, it's not that. What is it, then? We haven't found any bodies, have we? I think if it was homicide, something would have turned up by now. I would have thought so. So that means that somebody is collecting them. Somebody's putting together a collection of young, unmarried women, and they're doing it in the middle of downtown, and they're doing it in broad daylight.
4: I'm fine, thanks. Mrs. Cudlick, is Donna there? No, she wasn't into the office this morning. I thought she might be sick or something. Oh, would you mind? Thanks a lot. Well, is yeah. there? She's going to check her apartment. Hmm. Well, maybe she had a doctor's appointment. Well, I'm sure she would have told me.
2: Anyway, it wouldn't take all morning, no, would it? Well, could do. You get into a doctor's office, you never know when you're coming out. Um... What are we going to do about these tickets? I don't know. Well, they're 16 bucks piece, you know. I mean, if she's not coming... It's... Hello?
4: She's not. Are you sure? No, no, she was coming home. I'm sure she was. Yes. All right. Fine, I'll let you know if I hear anything. Bye.
2: Well, what did she say?
4: Donna's bed hasn't been slept in. It looks like she didn't come home from work last night. Maybe she had a date. <laughs> Donna? I mean, we are talking about Donna, you know. She doesn't go out anywhere with anybody. Why do you think we're taking her to the concert with us? No, I think she's had an accident. Oh,
2: look, I- I've got to be getting back to work. So are we going to this concert or not? Look, you're not being very helpful, are you? What do you expect me to do?
4: You could be a bit
2: more sympathetic. About What? I mean, so your friend didn't come into work today. So what? And she didn't come home from work last night. I've got to go. Do you want me to get the tickets or not? Yeah, all right. How many? I don't know. I am going to get them now. Do I get two or three?
4: Maybe I shouldn't go. Oh,
2: for God's sake.
4: All right, get
2: two. Right. And I'll meet you here tonight at six, right? Right. And if Donna turns up, she's out of luck, okay? Okay. Okay okay.
4: It's like pulling teeth. Well, I'm worried about Donna. I just know something's happened to her.
2: Come in. Ah, Hello, Constable Wood. You back again? Afraid so. Have you got a minute? Well, if it's about Ellen Yates, I still haven't heard anything. Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, it is. I was just wonder if you could tell me where it was she was supposed to make the pickup that day? Oh, some architect's office downtown, I think it was. Look, I've told the police all this before. Well, I, I didn't see it in the records. Uh, have you got a, a manifest or something we could check? Uh, mm-hmm. February 7th? Right. Well, it'll be in here somewhere. Now, let's see, February, February 7th, February 7th. Ah, excuse me. Ah, here, help yourself. Oh, thanks. Stanley Messenger. Yes, ma'am. And where do you want delivered? Uh, sorry, what was that number again? Right. Well, it'll be this afternoon now. About three o'clock? Right. Well, thank you very much. So, did you find it? Yeah, um, Bannam and DeGroote, 24th floor, Medical Sciences Building. Is that where they towed the van away from? Uh, I guess it must have been. Uh, mind if I use your phone? No, help yourself. Thanks. Uh, yeah, this is Constable Wood of the city police. Could I speak to Mr. Larkin? Thank you. Uh, Mr. Larkin? I, I, I'm sorry to trouble you again, sir. This is Constable Wood of the City police. Uh, if you remember, I was in to see you yesterday about Miss Renfield? Yeah, well, um, I was wondering if you could tell me where her 2.30 appointment was the day she disappeared. Uh, if you wouldn't mind telling us again, sir. Dr. Vashinsky, Structural Genetics. Uh, uh, where's Dr. Vashinsky's office located exactly, sir? Uh, Medical sciences building oh uh, thank you very much sir. you've been uh, a great deal of help. Can I help you sir? what oh <laughs> no no i'm I'm just waiting for someone from one of the offices. Huh. you cold, sir? No no it's this building it gives me the shivers. That's quite a security system you have got here. What's it like to have cameras staring at you all day? Doesn't bother me, sir. Part of my job. Oh, well, you got monitors on every floor? No, sir. Just the main lobby and the medical sciences section. They've got some very valuable equipment. Now <laughs> well, you should have it on all the floors. See who's sneaking off to lunch early. <laughs> so how big is the medical sciences section? The first ten floors and the three basements. Three basements? What do you need three basements for? Oh, that's where the laboratories are. Very tight security down there. Oh, yeah, why is that? No idea, sir. Oh, probably some of the materials they use. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah. hmm. ah, ah, there she is. Uh, have a good day. Uh, you too, sir. Uh, Jeannie. Jeannie, over here. Rick. Oh,
4: hi, Rick. I phoned Mrs. Cudlick again, and Donna wasn't home last night. She wasn't in the office today, and her supervisor reported it to personnel. She disappeared, Rick. Honestly, she has. Okay, okay, okay,
2: okay. I think you'd better go to the police.
4: Will you come with me? Okay. Thanks.
2: Yeah, uh, hello. Missing persons, please. Thank you. Hi, yes. Uh, my name is Constable Wood. I'm checking out that missing student of yours that you thought might be heading out our way. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, uh, we think she was seen at the bus station, but I was wondering if she had any relatives in this area. Oh, I see. Uh, well, do you have an address? Do, do you know who he works for? Klein and Samson. Okay, I'll try that. Thanks a lot. Huh. Klein and Sampson. Klein and
3: Sampson. Ah.
2: Kleeberger, Cleveland, Clean, Clive Ah, here it is. Klein and Sampson. Oh, my God, there it is again. Thirteen oh two, Medical Sciences Building. Uh, Constable Wood. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be right there. Can I help you? Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, she's the one that wants to see you. Uh, yes, miss?
4: I think my friend Donna has disappeared. Well, I was supposed to meet her, and she didn't turn up. And she hasn't been into the office for the last two days. And I phoned her landlady, and she says she hasn't been home. Uh, whoa, on whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. Just, just a minute. Let's start at the beginning and take it slowly, shall we? Uh, uh, this is your friend from the office that you're worried about?
4: Well, not really my office, but we both work in the same building.
2: And uh, wh- which building is that?
4: The medical sciences building. On Second Street.
2: Uh, miss, would you would you mind coming into the interview room? It's quieter in there. Sergeant Clement. Good evening, sir. Missing persons? Well, Constable Wood is. Ha. <laughs> Well, he's new, sir. Very keen. I'm sorry, sir. I don't think I quite understand. Yes, I can appreciate that, sir, but... May I say, sir, that I've been in this department for nearly 14 years, and I've never been asked to do anything like this before. Well, I don't have much choice, do I, if those are your instructions. Yes, sir, Constable Wood. Well, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to tell him. Yeah, I could do that. Well, I appreciate you calling me personally, sir, but I... Hello? 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 God help us all. Come in. Uh, You wanted to see me, Sergeant? Yes. Come in, Wood. Close the door. Sit down. How are you doing? Uh, I'm a bit confused. Is that right? Welcome to the club. What's confusing you in particular? Well, it's these missing persons that don't turn up again. Oh, yeah. 80% of the female population. I, 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 no, no. Eighty percent of those missing are young females. Sorry. And I think I know where it is. They disappear, and it's a government building. What? Well, it it all fits. I'm not quite sure why, but it does. A new office building opened downtown about six months ago. The Medical Sciences Building. It's a big research center, government funds, international connections. What about it? Ellen Yates was making a delivery there the day she disappeared. Linda Renfield, the lawyer, had a 230 appointment there the day she disappeared. And that student from Ontario that was seen at the bus station? Her father works on the 13th floor. Now, maybe that's where she went from the bus station. And I've been talking to a young couple who think their friend Don has just disappeared. And guess where she works? The medical science building. It all fits. And it's a government building. So? Well, so if anybody is making a collection, it's them. Wood? Are you seriously suggesting that the government is spiriting away young, unmarried women? Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? No. Well, you see, according to the latest statistics... Oh, it's that again, is it? You've really got your pocket calculator working overtime, haven't you? No, it's not me. It's the United Nations. It's people like that came up with these figures. What figures? The decline in the birth rate. In every country in the Western world, the death rate has overtaken the birth rate. You project that 30 years down the road, you find that the baby boom has turned into a very large group of old-age pensioners, and there are no young people to support them. Would you please explain yourself? I think they're collecting the most suitable young women they can for genetic research or, or, or for breeding or producing babies or something. You see, you see, government's taking over the traditional role of the family. Are we talking the end of the world here, Wood? Is that what this is about? Shouldn't you have a long beard and sandals, a placard maybe, shave your head? Sergeant, sergeant. I have never heard such a cock and bull story in my entire life. I think I should turn you over to internal affairs for psychiatric examination. Well, how do you explain it then? Explain what? Why all these young women are disappearing at the medical sciences building. I'm taking you off missing persons, Wood. Sergeant, you can't. Not now. I damn well can, and I bloody well am. Tomorrow morning, you report to narcotics. I'll get you on the training program. But I can't leave this now. Damn it, Wood, you're being promoted. Can't you see that? Well, what for? I haven't done anything yet. Don't you want to be promoted? Sure, but I'd rather see this thing through for the time... Well, to... you can't. Missing persons has been taken out of our jurisdiction for the next three months. Those are my orders. Your orders are to report to narcotics tomorrow morning and be promoted. Do I make myself absolutely clear... On a day. Listen, Wood. And you just get this straight. They think that you are a very bright young constable who's gonna go places. And they think I'm a crusty old sergeant who's gonna be retiring on full pension in four years. Do you understand what I am saying? Now you keep your opinions to yourself and get rid of your damned pocket calculator. It's none of our business. Not anymore. I don't believe this. Don't even think about it. And we never had this conversation, okay? It's getting late. Take the rest of the day off. I'll tell them you'll be in tomorrow. All right? Wood? What? Oh, yeah. Just forget about it. Yeah. Right. Good night.
4: okay. I just left the mail on my desk that was supposed to go out tonight. Won't be a minute.
2: Do you have some identification?
4: I'm Jean Parkinson, and I work on the fourth floor. Structural genetics, Dr. Vyshinsky's office.
2: The medical section? Then you should have an identification card with your picture on it.
4: Oh, (laughs) yes. Sorry, I've I've never had to use it before. There you are.
2: Miss Jean Parkinson. Thank you, miss. I'm afraid the staircases are all locked now. Perhaps you wouldn't mind taking the elevator? No, oh, I don't mind. But you could die waiting for those things. I'll switch the service elevator on for you. Thank you. There you
4: go. So that's what this one is. I've never seen it working before.
2: It's fully automatic. You did say fourth floor.
4: Uh, yeah, that's right. Good night, miss. It's going down. I'm not going down. I'm going up.
3: Oh my God! Help! Help! Somebody help me! My God, what's happening?
2: Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Um, I'd like to speak to Constable Wood. I don't think I know that name, sir. <laughs> well, you have to. My girlfriend and I were here talking to him only a couple of days ago. Constable Wood. You're sure that was the name? Well, I think so. Maybe you can tell me what it was in connection with. My girlfriend came in to report a friend of hers who had gone missing. Ah, that would be a missing person. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I tried to call her yesterday, and nobody seems to know where she is. I think she's disappeared. Now, look. Look, I'd really like to speak to Constable Wood. The man you want to talk to is Mr. Fields of our special services division. He handles all the missing persons now. Just hang on. I'll see if he's available. Okay. Thanks. Excuse me. Yes, Miss? Can I help you?
4: Are the offices closed?
2: That all depends. Who do you want to see?
4: Uh, Dr. Vyshinsky. The man from my last interview said I should be at the medical sciences building at 7 this evening. Another interview, I guess.
2: You are Miss Barbara Fielding? Right. They're expecting you. This way, miss. I'll switch the service elevator on for you.
4: I hope this interview goes better than the last one. Boy, they asked some weird questions.
2: You must have given them the right answers, miss, or you wouldn't be here now, would you?
4: No, I guess not. What kind of work does this Dr. Vyshinsky do? It sounds kind of spooky. Spooky? Well, how often do you have to go for an interview in an empty building?
2: I'm sure the doctor will explain it to you, Miss. There you go. Just step inside. It's fully automatic.
4: Thank you. Good night.
2: Good night, Miss. Mind the doors.
1: Some evils, it would seem, don't even have to be all that well-guarded to survive. Here's Mr. Hunt with the names of those involved in tonight's show. Private Collection was
2: written by Warren Graves. In the cast, we heard Graham McPherson as Constable Wood, Tom Peacock as Sergeant Clement, Judith Naby as Jean, Jill Dyke as Donna, Stephen Walsh as Rick, with Len Crowther as the security guard. The lawyer was played by David Lorraine, Barbara Fielding by Nicole Evans, and the manager of the messenger service by Gordon Marriott. The sound engineer was Al Lambden, with sound effects by Dean Purvis. Production assistant, Barbara Galt. Script editor, Ruth Fraser. Private collection was produced and directed in Edmonton by Laurie Seligman. Executive producer for the series,
1: Don Kowalczuk. And now your host. Join us next week for The Hit by Vancouver writer Lawrence Goff. It's directed by John Giuliani. Until then, I'm Frederick Henn for Nightfall.
4: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months.
0: Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward.